in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade. And each week we just call each other and we catch up sometimes more than once. Oh, yay. I like, as you know, I am a fan of the sometimes more than once. Yeah. What's what's up, Joey? Uh, now, well, let's go into updates and corrections right now because this is story is part of it. So my friend Adam Vaught, who was mentioned a couple of times on the show. Mm-hmm. On the last show we just did? On the last show we just did. We mentioned him a couple of times. Oh. He texts me this morning. He's like, I need to speak to you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, hold on. Before you go any further, this is such a Joe Batanz thing. If a text message says, I need to speak with you before you record the mini episode. Yeah. It could be, it could be I need to speak with you before we record the mini episode. Or it could be... Hey, I need to speak with you before you record the... Like, it could be the nicest message, but in your head, you're going to tell everyone that Adam Vought texts you and was like, I need to speak with you. So he's like, I need to speak to you. And I was like, okay, okay. But I was like doing something, and he's he's like, can I call right now? Can Because he goes, what time are you doing the mini episode? And I'm like, 10.30. He goes, uh, okay, can I call you right now? And I was busy. I go, give me 10 minutes. And then as you know, as Mike and I were getting ready for the mini episode, I said, Adam Vought was supposed to call me. And he never did. I think we're going to have to have him leave a voicemail, explain it, and then we'll put it in the show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what it's about. So then I text him and I say, uh, hey, we're going to record right now. So just leave a voicemail. Immediately, I get a phone call. Oh, good. And he tells me. Because he's like, I, I need to get this in before you, you do this. Um, It was about the rules of America's Cup. Wait. <laughs> Did we talk about America's Cup? Yeah. You told the story about America. Or who told the story about America's Cup? No. Oh, no. It came up during the Oracle strip bar story. Right, right, right. Okay. So, uh, he. by the way, it took him like, it's almost time for the next America's Cup by the time he was finished. Right. <laughs> but basically, it's, I got it all wrong. We could okay? build a sailboat from scratch in the time it takes to yeah. go over it. <laughs> so, essentially, I'll boil it down to this. Where I got it wrong is... Larry Ellison and his Oracle team won America's Cup in 2010. Whoever wins America's Cup gets to decide everything about the next America's Cup, where it takes place, the kinds of boats they use, a lot of the rules. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Larry Ellison, having won in 2010, chose the San Francisco Bay, which was, I guess, amazing because I guess it's always been held out in open water. So if you wanted to watch America's Cup, you needed to have a boat to watch it. Oh, okay. So it was amazing he was having it in the San Francisco Bay so people in San Francisco could watch it. 
where he went wrong or what he was kind of what was kind of douchey was he he gets to select the boat and he chose this kind of boat that i guess is like really 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 expensive to build like in the millions and millions and millions of dollars so of like the usual close to 20 countries that represent only four represented oh okay okay that changes the story that you told last week well no no he's still douchey no no i agree but you were like he he made it basically so that only he could win. No, he did. So mm-hmm. then he also determined that like you have to win best of seventeen to win, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so why not twenty like, one? And that he shortened the length of the races to like half an hour when they used to be super long, right? Mm-hmm. And but they got caught cheating early on in the competition, so they got or like. Something about he Adam was explaining to me years ago they cheated oh, something. Oh God, get it right or he's gonna call again. I know. Okay, so years ago they got caught cheating, and so they are docked two points. So they were starting negative two, right? Okay. And so anyway, end of story. They came back from behind. New Zealand was supposed to win, and they won the whole thing. So now Larry Ellison gets to decide again everything. Where it's gonna be okay. Yeah. So that's the correction. Adam. Thank you for calling. That was nice of you. To Such clarify. a straight guy thing to be so like. I, I need to talk to you. I, oh my god! Please, I need to. We need to correct this fact. <laughs> um. Hey, Joey. Last week I told you about my uh, debit card nonsense. Yes. And Daniel Brewer, who you met in Vegas, remember I him? I like him. He sent me an email and he was like, "Hey, where in Vegas did you use your debit card? Can you give me a list?" <gasps> so I gave him a list. For some reason, I didn't connect this dot either. Uh, Curtis from the Game Night Guys, mm-hmm. same same exact problem. <gasps> right? Ooh, Daniel so, Brewer should be like a gay detective. Yeah. I said he's like Nancy Drew, and he was like, yeah. I prefer to be called Encyclopedia Brown. So I gave him the list. Duh. One of the places that I used my debit card was a dinner that I had with Curtis, like at the exact oh. same place. And But wait, get this. It gets even deeper. Brian, who ate with us, so it was Brian, Curtis, and I that all ate at the Excalibur Buffet. All three of us had to close our debit our, uh, debit cards because they were used fraudulently outside oh, really? of but the But wait, state. I ate at the Excalibur Buffet. But it, you didn't eat with us at that exact oh, time. Oh, so it was that one. Oh. The three of us ate at this with the same cashier because we don't – I mean, I doubt that Excalibur Buffet has – this this going it was probably one employee that was somehow swiping numbers right well did you call the excalibur yeah so daniel brewer um was really nice he posted in the pride 48 facebook group to see if anybody else was having this problem and then he contacted excalibur and said hey it could be just a coincidence but these people live in different cities and the one uh, purchase that they have in common was at this buffet at this time so they can do what they will with it, and you know if there's other complaints or something, then oh my god, look it. at look at this! Wow, yeah. So super thanks to Daniel Brewer. That was really nice of him to kind of he didn't have to reach out and say anything, but he, yeah, was nice. So, um, so there's that. Um, any other corrections or updates? I I didn't say anything wrong, so I don't have anything to correct. But maybe the you only do. other update, but it's gonna be a cryptic update, is. Something happened to me this week. Oh, good. That's related to your being Rob story. No, your Rob story being um, Rob story. What? Yeah. Rob. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. From being the your debit card problem. Wait, something happened to you? Mm-hmm. But we're gonna bring it up on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yep. It's a Sunday story. It's a Sunday story. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> 
Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, how about any shout outs? Yes. Can we go over all those iTunes reviews? We, got we have this one week? iTunes review. <gasps> oh, I was just mm-hmm. kidding. Really? Yeah. Oh. From Nickel for Your Dreams. Oh, I know who that is. That's Luke Miller. Luke Miller from the Instant Gratification Podcast. I love Luke Miller, and I love Instant Gratification. I like that show, but I never... He was in Vegas, but again, because I was such a fucking... You know how I was. I didn't meet him. They also left early, I think, that because they drove from Sacramento. Uh So I think they left Sunday morning, so I don't think they were around much, because you got there Saturday. So you didn't, you didn't see Yeah, them. I didn't really get, I didn't really interact with them. They were on the younger side for Pride 48. And so I think they were just like, ugh, who's that tubby right there? No, they were just uh, like, that's not true, but go on. Anyway, he left a very nice review and I am going to read it because when there's only oh. one, I read him. It says, I love the interplay between the two show hosts. You can tell that Joe and Mike have been friends for a long time and the way they play off each other is awesome. Really entertaining and engaging show. You can't miss the Live in Vegas episode. I haven't laughed so hard at a show in a while. Excited for more episodes. Cool. I love that. Um, When it comes to tweets, we got tweeted at by a lot of people. Um, Pod is my co-pilot, Taylor uh, Nickel for Your Dreams, who we just talked about. Luke Miller tweeted at us. So did this weirdo called College Right. Have you heard of this? (laughs) It's Jen Mandel. Um, from her business Twitter account. And then I need to clarify this. Lala Siegfried has tweeted at us. I've talked about her. She made the uh, the picture of me in a latte. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I just always thought her name was Lala Siegfried Lauren. Like I thought her name was Lauren. Mm-hmm. And I called her Lauren on the show last week. And then she was like, hey, I'm not Lauren. So <laughs> I'm so... I've just always assumed her name was Lauren. So I tweeted, oh, my God, I, I I thought you were Lauren. What is your name? Or something like that. And she was like, I've never told you my name. And then, then that was it. Yeah, she never gave me the name. <laughs> well, she's like, if I win Catching Up with Catching Up, I'll tell you my name. I so. want to know when I'm going to get my visage in coffee. Thank you. Uh, we also have an email, Mike. We're not done with tweets, though. John Ung, oh. Tom in Chicago, Big Fatty. Um, we were also on the opening of Big Fatty's show this week um, where he takes, like, a clip of somebody talking about him, and he put us on there. That Peter G. tweeted at us, Brother Sinatus, and that's it. We have an email, which I'm sure you saw, but I think we should address it on the show. Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't know? Okay. Did it come uh, to me, too? I assume so. It went to guys at cupodcast.com. Um, okay. All right. Who's it from? It's from a guy named Steve Hodge. And he writes, hello, Mike. I emailed you on the what some would call live address, but no reply. I'm new to this podcasting thing. As one of my clients told me about his Vegas trip and the podcast convention, I really liked your what some would call lies podcast, and I wanted to know if you are still going to randomly add to them. I do enjoy your Catching Up podcast, as I think you and Joe feed off each other well, but I miss your short stories also. I hope to hear back. Thanks, Steve H. Steve sent me an email at what someone call lies and it's in my inbox and I've been meaning to reply and I haven't. So he caught up with me using a catching up email address, which is really nice. So the short answer is I, w- I really want to do what someone call lies stories. Um, the longer answer is like, I just am struggling to like find the time to do it. That's and not I the real answer. That's not the real answer. Yes, it is. The real answer is you're doing it to spite me because the last time you did a what yeah, someone wait, call lies Wait, hold on, story, hold on. This is about you, right, Joe? This uh-huh. is this is about the you. what I the last you. time you were uh, 
you did a what someone called lie story, you were like, ugh, I need to find someone who has a story about the time they lied and got caught. And I was like, oh, I'll do one. And I recorded an entire story that you were going to interweave with one of your stories. Mm-hmm. No new episode since. And I'm like, you're just doing it like, you're like, oh, this is going to drive Joe crazy. This has nothing to do with you, believe it or not. I'm I sure hate- I'm sure everyone out there would love to hear the stories. I hate you. Um, okay, it's time for my favorite part of the show. <laughs> catching catching up, up with Catching Up. Yes. So let me tell the rules real quick. Joe has put the name of everyone who has ever written an iTunes review into a bag. He is going to draw one of the names from the bag. We will uh, give you a couple of days to contact us. Uh, you can email us. You can tweet at us. You can call us. We will then call you and we will catch up with you off the air and talk about you in a future episode of catching up with mike and joe all right you ready for me to shake the bag go okay i think it's well shook up right shaken up i'm opening the bag and i'm putting my fingers in the bag and i'm still gonna toss them around my fingers i've selected a name and mike it's the 24th person to leave a review 24th the four, 24th the the person who has won this week's catching up with catching up i'm very excited about this is Frogboy 8 tlv oh yay that's tom um yep. who you met in vegas right Joe? i met him in vegas and we will tom give us a, a shout out and we will give you a ring and catch up with you last week we caught up with dan harris <laughs> just kidding uh-huh no, Dan so Harris. Sad. Dan Harris never contacted us. Probably doesn't listen to the show anymore. Hates our guts. Well, I don't know about that. This is what he probably happens. was like, uh, Joe and this joke about whatever. He probably got sick of one of your jokes, and mm. then he stopped listening. No one gets sick of those. Um, no, it, this is what happens with Dan Harris. We've seen this before. We have these people who they like obsess on the show for a little bit. You know, they they become huge super fans. But I find that the super fans burn out really quickly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, we saw this with Jacob Bixenman, who doesn't listen. He listens sporadically now, but he was, like, going on these, like, 12-hour catching-up tears, you know? Um, and I think this happened with Dan Harris. He was, like, the super fan for a while, and now he's just like, Because you know what? Like, this used to happen to me before, too. People, like, meet me, and they think, oh, what a charming, funny guy. I want to be around him for a while. And then they, they date me, and then a week later, they're like, oh, this guy's a miserable fuck. I need to get away. And I think that's what happens is they become they're like, oh, these guys are annoying. <laughs> Maybe. Where the so, people who parse us out, they just listen to us once a week. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever, an hour. You know. So, Dan Harris, if you're listening, you still have time to catch up with us. And then, whose name do we? Oh, Tom V. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom V, contact us as well. We'll catch up with you. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. What else do we got to do? Anything? Not really. We have uh, one outtake uh, oh. from the show. And uh, we'll be playing that. But, Mike, what do you have going on this week? Well, we already talked about it in the last episode. Oh, did we? Yeah, we do that at the end of every episode. Uh, okay, well, I don't know if anything developed. Oh, but, nothing uh, is developed. Um, I'm kind of working from home all week because the office is all in D.C. Mm-hmm. So I'm just uh, doing that. I, uh, uh, I uh, you know, as you know from Facebook, something a project came up. That is a very exciting story that I'm going to tell on Sunday. Cool. Also, uh, I had that drama that happened to me. Uh, I'm also going to go see a movie 
that a friend was in. That's on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's all I'm doing so far. That's exciting. I think it sounds like you're having a good week. So hopefully this weekend will be exciting to catch up. Yeah. Um, all right. So should we go to the outtake? Yep. Let's do it. Bye, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. This is one of my work numbers. This is Joey. This is one of my work numbers, so you don't have to call back. But I'm listening to your show, and I just needed to say to you that this guy who Joe is dating, this Peter Parker, sounds, first of all, like a disaster waiting to happen. However, it sounds like that this is podcasting gold the longer it goes on. Oh, my God. This... I, I want. I really want this to be like a reality thing where he has a video camera on him because, oh God, this could only end in extreme disaster. All right. I hope everything's well with you guys. Love you. Bye. Hey, Mike and Joe. This is Tom, a.k.a. the Rambo Redhead. Just want to let you know I'm picking up my phone. I'm dialing a number, and I'm leaving a voicemail for a certain podcast. That's called um, Catching Catching Up. (laughs) And I just want to let you know, it was so incredibly marvelous to see you both in Vegas, and I really enjoyed your show, as as I always do. Um, But I just wanted to say thank you for being part of the Price 48 family. Um, I enjoyed meeting, talking to you both, and I wish you both all the best for the rest of the year. And I hope that you'll be back again next year so that we can have more fun in Sanity and Las Vegas. So anyway, keep up the great work. Keep up the great stuff with your program. And I'll talk to you later. And, of course, the shameless plug goes here. It's RambleRedhead.com. Bye! Joey, I went on this last Thursday. Um, the local theater, I've told you about it before, does the uh, flashback Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So they were playing Jurassic Park. And I kind of forgot how good the story is. It's a really, it's a pretty good movie. On Friday, I went to go see Lee Daniels, The Butler. Have you seen this movie? No. I went with my cousin Richard. I have this gay cousin. Is this um, what we've become? A movie review podcast? Oh, girl, do not even go there. Oh girl, God. do not even go there. Every I re- fucking I read a wonderful me- book. I read a wonderful book. Girl, Let me tell you please. about it. But what was funny was I was excited to see it on the big screen because I think like the the sounds of the movie, you know, when they're like so big and loud would be good. And they were. But what's funny is the movie is very dated. So like there's all this like awesome technology that is supposed to like wow the the person watching the movie. But it's like, I'm not joking. There's a scene where the kids jump into the back of the Jeep and there's a screen. And one of the kids is like, wow, an interactive CD-ROM. And like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I love when you see that stuff. Yeah. So, but it was a really good movie. I the You you know, this movie, Jurassic Park, is not very gory at all. Like, there's very little blood. Like, there are people that die, a lot of people that die, but a lot of it, you don't even see any of it. Oh, doesn't like they, they the guy swallows like Jeff Goldblum, right? The the dinosaur? No, Jeff Goldblum doesn't die. He just gets injured on his leg. Um, but the lawyer is sitting on the toilet and he gets okay. swallowed. So you see that? That's the only death that you actually see. 
Um, you also Samuel Jackson has his arm ripped off. Oh. Um, but you never see his dead body. You just see his um, amputated arm. So That's gross. it was a good time, and like the crowd was good. Uh, these Throwback Thursday crowds are fun to me. Like people like cheer, and people get excited at the right points. Like when you see Samuel Jackson's character for the first time, everyone like gets excited and claps. And Newman, whatever the guy who played, you know Newman, yeah, Seinfeld. Like when he, you see him, Wayne like, Knight is his name. Oh. When you see him, people like say, you know, you hear like the crowd kind of making noise. It, it was good. Hmm. I found so. I've been to the, I've never been to outdoors. I don't, think, I don't think I like going to places where you have to sit in a blanket and shit oh, like that. This isn't outdoors. This is at the actual <gasps> oh, theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with those. Yeah, I've been to a bunch of those. Yeah, Goonies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goonies was an outdoor thing and that one wasn't good. But coming up, they have Sunset Boulevard next oh, week. Oh, you have to see that one. You I have to. Go. Yeah, I've have... seen the movie before. No, no, but you've seen the it big in the theater. Screen. Oh, no. you have to see that big screen. It changes everything. And Vertigo is after that, and then Rear Window and Rosemary's Baby. So I want to see all of those. Shaun of the Dead is in there, and I, I could do without, but I probably will Oh, try. the first three you named are all great. And then It's a Wonderful Life, which i Well, I've Vertigo never takes place in San Francisco. Um, we've talked about that. I know that. Oh. And then Indiana Jones Temple of Doom is after that. Oh, so. great one. Yeah. Oh, think, well, they're, they're having a good selection there in San Francisco. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but the the crowd is like fun to be in, so I'll probably try to go to. But a now, lot of are you upset that they're talking? No, that's the thing. It's talking for a reason. It's not like um, two people that just like chit chatting. People will like cheer. Cheering doesn't make me mad if there's Mike, a reason. I was laughing and you slapped me across the face. <laughs> no, I didn't. And even I went to um, I saw Insidious Two, which is like a a thriller horror sort of movie and people were like something suspenseful would happen and you would hear someone go like no 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 and like that doesn't bother me it's like you're watching the movie and you're reacting and it just happens to be words but i get mad when it's like two people leaning over and they're like this reminds me of charlie's no, you know it's a big dinner problem he now. Had last it's week. a big problem i don't know if they have those fancy theaters in san francisco or oakland but in la they have a few theaters where they openly tell you they're not going to put up with that shit yeah and i so... like that no kids they have no kid theaters um in in phoenix they have this theater that serves liquor so you have to be 21 and over to go into yeah. it. I love that. I wouldn't I wouldn't order a thing. I would pay extra just to go not be with children. Yeah, I, I can totally agree. Those are the best places to see, like, um, kids' movies. Like, if you want to see Toy Story, go to the adult theater. Yeah, I've heard about people doing that. Yeah, That's perfect. That is perfect. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, 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 um